What is up, fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie. What's up, guys? Welcome to week. What week are we? 15. Daily fantasy quickie. It's day one of week 15. My name is JJT. And we have Komish. Komish, day one, week 15. Just a few games, I think four games today. Um, yeah, yeah lot. but we have some good things to talk about uh, injuries, rumors, and uh, some, yeah, some nice player topics that we can discuss yeah, despite the few number of games. Today, Utah <laughs> play all their starting five. Uh, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. Um, well, Mike Conley back to back, so he won't. He didn't play. Uh, the Donovan is still in concussion protocols, so you know I don't know about Royce O'Neal. I think Royce O'Neal. They just decided since we're not gonna win this game anyway. <laughs> I guess just don't play and you know, don't waste your waste your energy in this game. Um, Royce though has been game time decision for a few days now, so uh, pretty much enough few games so I think they just decided yeah you're right they might have decided to just rest him uh, Bojan was also out and who was their other starter um, um, Gobert Gobert Rudy Gobert uh, out as expected and Hassan Whiteside back in I was kind of nervous about Whiteside because he started a little slow didn't do much early on but yeah solid not of course, not the Gobert numbers, but decent enough. I think 10-9 and a few blocks. So, uh, go, uh, Whiteside filled in well uh, for Rudy Gobert. Not much, you know, You, I don't think you're gonna, we're gonna, you know, uh, focus too much on who replaced them today. Uh, I don't think they're gonna be good ads anyway. Yeah, um, Let's just talk about the injuries. Gobert's injury supposedly is uh, mild, a mild strain. So probably not going to be out long. We, there, there's no new news about pairs or anything. So I guess he, he, he's fine. It's just probably three games, maybe two, three games. So Hassan's value, not, you know, not going to be long term. Um, for Bojan, it's, there's, <laughs> he has lots of injuries. He has a fracture in his finger. So yes, he, he has to wear a splint, but he can play through it. The knee, there's no new update, so I don't know. Maybe it's fine. I'm not sure. So Bojan might be in danger of longer rest. Yeah. I think, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, who benefits if he rests? Rudy Gay maybe benefits a bit. Uh, uh, I guess. Well, Daniel House. Daniel um, House played a great game today. Yeah, uh, played a great game. Um, I really don't. See anybody uh, benefiting here? This is uh, this is I'm... Utah, right? Everything seems to be uh, uh, so familiar, so common that whenever things like these happen, you just you just don't know who shows up, who can show up. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, well, Daniel House was a new signing, so 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 we we did know much about that and we, we didn't see him play a lot but again 
if Bojan will miss games, I'm pretty sure there will be different players stepping up in different games. You know, sometimes it might even be Jordan Clarkson, right? Yeah. Like a while ago, Clarkson played well. And, you know, at times, maybe Rudy Gay, as you said, maybe Daniel House, maybe Eric Pascal. So I really don't see an ad here. I really don't see an ad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so at least this, the good news as well for Rudy Gobert owners doesn't seem like it's a serious one. So um, just have to wait for maybe a week or so. Uh, other players who rested today, DeRosa rested. Jarrett Allen had an illness, did play as well. Uh, I'm not sure how serious that is. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious um, as well. Um, rumors, there's not much news. Let's talk about... well. Players coming back. Anthony Davis is coming back. I think he's going to be playing tomorrow. Yes. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, fill him in your rosters. Uh, Jeremy Grant is close to returning. Um, he, was, he has been... Re- uh, I think he was from COVID protocols as well. And, of course, that hand injury, that, or I think the thumb injury that he had. Um, but he was called in back from the G League. So, that means he has been practicing and playing a bit in the G League. So Jeremy Grant should be back. And there could be some rumors. What This is one guy that's been in rumors for you know a, a couple of weeks now. Uh, everybody seems to want Jeremy Grant. Everybody wants Jeremy Grant, but Jeremy Grant wants... To be uh, on a bad team. A big role. A big <laughs> role. He doesn't want to go to the Lakers and be the third, fourth, fifth. Uh, option there, so so that was that one was uh apparently um uh the Pistons didn't agree with that deal because Jeremy Grant didn't want that deal also with the Lakers deal, so let's see where he lands. But what wherever he lands, one thing's for sure, he wants to be the top option. <laughs> he wants yeah. to be the guy wherever he goes, and I really don't see any team right now where he can be the top option <laughs> except Detroit. Uh, I mean. I, I mean, play. I mean, among the teams that want him, at least. Yeah, and among the teams that you know would probably benefit from him uh, <laughs> through the playoffs. I mean, he is. You know, I don't think he is. Uh, it's hard seeing Jeremy Grant as a franchise cornerstone. Mm-hmm. That's one, right? And yeah, and if you if he wants more role. He'll probably end up with a bad team on another bad team. And what are the bad teams out there? Houston, Orlando. These guys have these teams have their own uh, top dogs, as we call it, right? So uh, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens on Feb ten. Uh, Houston rumors. Since we're there, Komish has some rumors. Uh- no, this one's this one came out in the Athletic, so I guess people who who read also also read about these uh, rumors about well Christian Wood, uh, for one of course Miami is a team that is supposedly eyeing. eyeing him aside from Charlotte, but according to um the Athletic, uh, the Rockets do not really are, are not really inclined to trade him unless there's a very very nice offer so it's a similar to the ben simon situation which we'll be talking about later what they said was it has to be a really good offer but more likely they will keep uh christian wood that's what they said of course yeah. you know we don't know if it's just posturing or just you know <laughs> just playing coy about a trade 
So that is big because for one, Christian Wood, uh, that will make me a little more worried about him if he stays in Houston. Number two, that's not good for Sengun, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I guess Jeremy also wants to discuss Sengun a little bit. Um, no, I am trading my Sengun, the only stock. Yeah. Uh, I think Th- I've decided to, to trade him. Um, even at low-end trade that's are, that are useful for the fantasy team, for my own fantasy team, I'll probably, I'll probably accept. Uh, I, I'll try to see if Pat's offer is still available because I countered him and he countered back with a different offer. Uh, but yeah, I might get the initial offer. It's Sengun for Kennard and Looney. I'll probably take that. Kennard and Looney. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're... You know, fighting for position, trying to win. I'm not fighting for wins. position. I'm just trying to make a decent finish here in this league. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, in that case, you know, Sengun will not really benefit you. Yep. Uh, um, for me, it's a smart thing to do. Uh, if there's still any Sengun believers out there, you could probably still get, uh, extract some value for Sengun. And this Christian Wood uh, rumor... Uh, makes it even a little worse because, as they said, Houston is not really inclined to trade him. That's that's yeah. the that's the the deal. Even Eric Gordon, even Eric Gordon, which we all uh, predicted may may be traded, Houston is also actually very contented with just keeping him because uh, he's supposedly their locker room uh, veteran presence, the leader. Yeah. So Houston is actually just contented to probably trade Daniel Tace, supposedly, and maybe DJ Augustine. Those are small deals. So fantasy-wise, I really don't see any big uh, changes there when those things happen. So yeah. the, I guess I guess uh, those are the Houston uh, rumors as of now. Yeah. Uh, again, these are just rumors. Uh, don't take our word for it. Uh, we just read these. And nothing set in stone other than, yeah, Feb 10, there'll be some moves. Probably, there'll probably be some moves that, you know, uh, we'll see what fantasy impact they would have. Yes. Uh, yes. One player, though, that might have, that's uh, uh, also another question mark when it comes to, I, I, this guy, we've always talked about him early in the season. Uh, his name has been related to Kyrie players who we thought you know would not play this season, and it's looking like there is a chance. There's a big chance that this guy won't play. Uh, ben Simmons. We are talking about Ben Simmons. Um, there's been some rumors that Houston. Uh, I mean Houston, Philly. Um, might just be content in just keeping him and waiting for that James Harden situation to uh, and see what happens with James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets after the season. So that would mean they'll just put Ben Simmons there on the shelf and wait until the season ends. That This came directly from Daryl Morey. So this is not a speculation. It's just yeah. whether you believe him or not. Or as, yeah. as we said, he's playing, you know, mind games. But he said more likely uh, Ben Simmons won't be traded. I think, well, Jeremy has Ben Simmons. I told him, you know, he's number one in that league. Um, the 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 right thing to do is just wait. See through. See it through February 10. If really there's no moves, then of course, it's an easy drop. 
uh, if you want to trade him now, yeah, you can. But I've seen I've seen some managers drop Ben Simmons in some leagues, yeah. which is kind of I'm not saying wrong, but I'm saying illogical. But kind of why would you do it now? I mean, if you wanted to drop him, maybe you should have dropped him earlier. So I don't see any reason why he should be dropped right now. Yes, the they said he's likely not to be traded, but there's still chance he gets traded. So yeah, I think the final the the finality of this situation would only be uh seen after Feb ten, February yeah. ten after the trade deadline. Once that's passed and he's not traded, well, there's no. I mean, he wouldn't be traded for sure, right? So uh, until that happens, I don't think. Uh, there's anything you know certain about the situation at this point. Um, even I, even I, if Daryl Morey says that we'll probably wait, and all all these things are just words. If a a trade comes in that he p- would probably like, uh, maybe a Dame Lillard trade. I don't know. Uh, some teams might just decide later on that they want to trade their stars because you know, right? So. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what will happen. So and one of the reasons why it's getting hard to trade Simmons is that Philadelphia has even added a lot of conditions. Like uh, for Atlanta, one of the teams that are uh, being rumored, they want Tobias Harris to be included in the deal, which is like Tobias plus Simmons contract is 60-something million. So so that yeah. makes it even harder. If you're Atlanta, you're all of a sudden thinking, okay, Sacramento, meanwhile, wants Tybul. And for the Sixers, Tybul is non-negotiable. They don't want to trade Tybul, as in he's off limits. So uh, again, that makes it harder to make deals because you know you're you're removing a player out of the equation that the other team wants. And also, the rumor is Sacramento uh, actually wants to keep the Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton combo. They want to build around these two, these two, which is uh, against what we were thinking, or I was thinking. I was thinking like they saw Halliburton so good without Fox, they will trade Fox. But that's, apparently, that's they want... what what uh, that's the wishful thinking of Komish. Yeah, that I mean, they trade the Aaron Fox and uh, keep Halliburton, so both those players' value would probably you know be better with them being t- apart, right? That rather mm-hmm. than being together. So if you own Fox. Moving to another team might be good for him. And if Halliburton stays, that's perfect for yes. Halliburton because you've seen how Halliburton is without Fox. And, well, he's way better than Fox so far. And he's way better than a lot of players. Um, who and, uh, he is the top I'm dog honestly, I'm honestly shocked that they would think that, you know, it's better to build around the two. And actually, they think they are on Fox's other centerpiece. But anyway... I'm not a general manager, so I'm just speculating. I'm just thinking about it from afar, looking at it. And uh, daydreaming of Halliburton having his own team and you know continuing his top 25 season. But apparently, that's also a little, little off base. So, and then another rumor is Karis Levert. Uh, he's supposedly the pacer who's most probably going to be traded, which... Makes sense. <laughs> Actually, makes sense. And I, I believe he's one of the more likely to be traded. Now that and, that thing would be a more, um, I would say, um, it's going to be hard to see what value Levert would have until we see which team he goes to. Um, 
because you know um, depends on he's a good player but he's a good player but uh, this would really depend on what the role would be I'll give you a team uh, I think Cleveland uh, is one of the teams that is that's very very uh, aggressive to get Levert and I really think that there might be a deal there for mm-hmm. Cleveland uh, because they lost of course they lost uh, a lot of players they, <laughs> I mean they, they're down yeah, they lost Rubio uh, Martin is out Sexton is out yeah yeah. So, and Levert is probably good it's, you know if he even starts that's gonna be a scary tall uh, starting five for them uh, once Martin mm-hmm. comes back right um, Levert being their shooting guard probably um so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But again, it even if we Levert starts with Cleveland, maybe we still don't know what value he's gonna be because of you know the depth. There's still depth there in Cleveland, uh, depending on who they give up, right? But I think if you're talking about value of Levert, I, I don't think it's gonna change a lot, whether it's Indiana or Cleveland. I think he has he's gonna have the role. He's gonna be a scorer. That's been his his role. He's still gonna be the same, uh, the way I see it. He's not gonna be affected too much, okay. I think. All right. So those are just some uh small rumors as we close in on trade deadline. That's a couple of weeks away. Um, yeah, now let's get back to more fantasy discussion. Worry, uh, it's gonna be a short one. Worry list. Well, the Knicks have been a worry team. We talked about them in depth, you know, I think uh two or three quickies ago. Uh, yeah, other than Randall and maybe Mitchell, um, the rest have been just shady options for fantasy. Uh, yeah, that I'll just discuss. I mean, we have discussed Randall to death already. I think people know know what he's he's been a disappointment. Everybody he's been a disappointment, but at least you know you know he's still gonna be rostered. You. Won't be dropping him. It's not going to be a tough decision. You can trade him, but again, that's a different conversation altogether. Uh, the other apparently, guys, though, I, I mean, apparently Randall has high trade value in other leagues. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Chrysostomo has been give showing me some Randall trades that happen in their leagues, and one involved Carl Anthony Towns, and the other involved Nikola Jokic just a month ago. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I guess Randall still has value, so you, you guys have to try if you can if you can swing a deal right there. Yeah. Uh but the other guys, uh yeah, they've been uh inconsistent, bad, mostly bad, mostly bad. Uh, and lots of inconsistencies there. The Kemba situation is something that has to be resolved, I think. Um, he's not an everyday, every game player. He plays on and off. He's resting sometimes, and it's fantasy wise, it's a nightmare because you know if you own Alec Burks, um, he's one of my worry players today. No score, no score at all. Three points, four assists, three rebounds, four assists, sixteen minutes. When Bur- when when Kemba is out, he's uh, play he plays well. But when Kemba plays, he's not gonna get enough minutes. And then there's of course quickly there's. There's even Reddish who's out of the rotation, did yeah. not even play. So it's messy. Uh, I really don't I don't want to hold any any nick right like now. Like I told you, it's a problem with Thibodeau's rotation. I think it's Thibodeau yeah. that's got 
that is the problem there in New York. Uh, we just can't get a solid rotation, right? That you know would stick. Um, yeah, like you said, the Kemba situation, the Burks has been really good when he's starting, but they don't start him every game. Uh, just when you know when he came back, right? He was starting to get good value, scoring, doing all the things, all the other things he does early in the season, and then they they bench him. And sit him. Um, it's because of Kemba. Um, they, they, Tibbs has already said he's not going to put Kemba off the bench. So if Kemba plays, Kemba starts. And if Kemba starts, Burks goes off the bench just by mathematics because there's Barrett, there's Fournier. So it, it, as long as Kemba is playing, uh, Burks is probably a drop. Probably a drop. Yeah. Uh, well, he's you, been a drop for weeks, a couple yeah. of weeks now. I think yeah, uh, yeah. he should have been dropped already. Uh, in most leagues. Um, yeah. So the New York situation is uh, kind of messy. Um, I don't know if Fournier, probably in a twelve team, can be dropped. He uh, is. He is. Fourteen. Is he a drop in a fourteen? I don't see a lot of Fournier, but yeah, maybe it's name value. Uh, I don't see a lot of Fournier, but you should be dropping him if there is a good replacement. If there is a good replacement. Cam Johnson, is is he yeah. a good replacement for Fournier? Yes, yes, I'll but do that in a heartbeat. I've uh, seen <laughs> lots of Cam Johnson drop over the past few days, uh, even weeks, a um, couple of weeks. Uh, I've picked up a lot of Cam Johnson in our league. I just couldn't wait till 4 p.m. a while ago. <laughs> I dropped, I added Cam Johnson. Um, not mm-hmm. even sure if I did the right thing, but yeah, uh, I, I dropped KCP uh, because of that same situation with the Wizards. That's kind of a messy one in terms of the rotation. Um, so, so yeah, just yeah. in case you're looking for players to add, there are a lot of players from time to time. You have to just look through the waivers and see who dropped who. Because some managers would be kind of desperate. They, they, got, they get frustrated. They get, um, um, how do you say this, emotional if they're, some of their players didn't do well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That you can pick up those players. And yeah, Cam Jones is one of our buy players. Um, we always, we said Hassan could be good for a week. Um, Bismarck Biombo has been good, even better than Javel, right? I mean, today he had, yeah. I think he had another double double today. He played 31 minutes and Javel played 16. And I don't know, that's I think the third straight game he has outplayed Javel. So no, I think owned- a big part of that as well is that, like we said, Javel doesn't play lots of minutes, he can't mm-hmm. play lots of minutes, he rarely goes. Above 25 minutes, right? He rarely goes beyond 25 minutes. Yeah. While Bismack, uh, Biombo is used to playing more minutes because you know he's he was a starter in Charlotte before and he plays more minutes. So maybe I, I'm just saying maybe that's one thing why he's getting more minutes than Javel, because Javel hasn't really been a guy known to have big minutes. And I, I think that's one. And another thing is uh, the, the rotation, as you said, uh, McGee comes off, comes out after six or seven minutes. When Biombo comes in, he's playing so well. So yeah. I guess they, 
I mean, Monty just has to stick with him for. I mean, it's hard to 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 remove someone who's playing so well. This is so. This is. I think this is all Chris Paul. This is all Chris Paul. The scoring. Uh, yeah. The rebounding is more of a system thing. You know, Phoenix has their own system there that's been working already. But the scoring is more surprising. I mean, the rebounding thing is something that he should be doing because he's a center. But the scoring has been quite surprising, and I think it's all about Chris Paul setting him up, looking for him. Getting him into the right spots, so Agreed. yeah, Bis- Bismarck Biombo should be now. The interesting part here is that what happens to Biombo? This might be a Omer Year Seven situation where in uh, when Aiton comes back, uh, we don't know what happens to Biombo. Um, easy, easy. When Aiton comes back, Biombo is a drop. Uh, you think he good goes ahead of Javale? No. No, I don't think so. Maybe he gets he still get he still gets minutes. I would I can see them sharing backup minutes, backup center. Maybe alternating or maybe getting 10 each or maybe 8 and 8 something like that. But for him to overtake totally Magdi, I don't think that will happen. And Biombo I mean, we have seen Biombo do this every year. <laughs> he will fizzle out. He will fizzle out unless he becomes a new guy all of a sudden at what age? I don't know what his age is, but I don't think he's going to change. He's well, going to fizzle out eventually. Yeah. But, well, maybe. I, I I know we don't have to... We, we shouldn't be trusting this, you know, performance to stick. It's just that there's Chris Paul there and, you know, he can make yeah. others really good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Ride him while... as. As long for as long as he's playing well, we, we can all ride him, ride That's the true. Biombo wave, as we say. Um, until Aiton, there's no timetable for Aiton. I don't know when he's coming back. Uh, so yeah, just in case there could be a, a couple of weeks, a week or two more. Um, Ayo, I'm not sure why Ayo is still in the buy list, but yeah, if in case someone dropped Ayo because Levine came back today. Uh, he shouldn't um, be. I guess uh, Levine com- coming back is one factor. Another factor is Ayo struggled the last game. Yeah, I think he had five points only and something like that. So uh, I would, I would tell people that Ayo has never been consistent. Uh, even at the start of the season, actually, he started in one or two games where the Bulls were out of so many players. He did not produce. So yeah. today he had twenty-four points, eight assists, ten of fourteen shooting. That's good. That's great. But uh, the next game, it could easily be, you know, six points, yeah. uh, four rebounds, five assists, something like that. So don't be, you know, don't be discouraged. Um, the important thing is he's starting. He remained the starter. Kobe White was the one who was benched. So, so at least, I mean, the minutes should be safe. I mean, there's nobody coming back anytime soon. Yeah, Caruso, Lonzo, they're not coming back anytime. I mean, soon. would you rather have Io than? Um... Cam Johnson. Uh yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I would rather have Ayo only because you know, uh, Cam Johnson is very one-dimensional, as we've mm-hmm. said. He's only a three-point shooter. He's not really good in other stats. Although this year he has added some more other stats, but still not consistent. Ayo, Ayo has already shown that you know he's a passer. He's a point guard. He has you know the assists. He can do that. He if he's hot, he can score. He can he can shoot threes, and he's a good uh steals rate is good. For Ayo. 
So, I'd rather have Ayo. Would you rather have Ayo over who are the good ads here? Batum? Yeah. I I still I I'll never pick Batum over 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 someone we don't still, you know, potential and upside. You know? Batum is so boring that I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the waiver wire five, six, seven, eight more times this season. <laughs> so don't worry about Batum. I know I think he's going to be dropped and added and dropped and added multiple yeah. times. Um yeah. Um I, I'm just thinking of other players who have been dropped recently uh yeah but we'll see i'll try to how about noel nerlens uh well it depends on what you need for me uh noel today one of my buy players again well we one of our buy players before also played back to back so that's good and 13 yeah. rebounds so, so it, wait you said it depends on what you mean i guess it's because noel is a center and io is a but would you trust Ayo more than Noel? Or I no? trust Ayo more than Noel. Right. I trust Ayo more than Noel. From the trust side, regardless of, you know, at least from the, if you have two players there that you can pick because you want to improve, you can improve both areas, right? Uh, and you have if, both available. If if you tell me that uh, both healthy, who I'll pick, I'll pick Noel. Without a doubt, I'll pick Noel. Well, Nine Noel's healthy now. <laughs> Noel's healthy now. But, Come on. That's uh, why no I way. use the word trust. If you trust that, that's Noel. why I don't trust him. That's why I don't I, it's not his fantasy game I don't trust. Uh he's you just give him 15 to 20 minutes, he's gonna be top 100, maybe top 120 at the worst. But you get him zero minutes, he's not gonna do anything. <laughs> he's not gonna do anything. So and yeah, he's, he's in New York. Another, like I said, he's in New York. Uh could be another uh you know, situation wherein yeah. both him and Mitchell Robinson would could be sharing time and all of those things. Uh, so yeah, that's commission stake IO over Noel. Dean Wade is another player who started today for Mark and we said that uh when Mark and went down, um yeah, was he he was okay. Uh, Okoro was good as well. I mean not so not so bad. Scored I think this was the best scoring game he had since he came back. So, at least there's that. Um, so, yeah, Dean Wade and Okoro. Okoro, I've seen lots of Okoro there. Uh, I think you can add Okoro. Um, just, you know, there would be some trickle-down effects losing Marganen. Actually, if there's some Dean Wade in deeper leagues, 14, 16 team leagues, I think I'll add Dean Wade also. Um, he He's almost like Marganen. <laughs> the way I see it, maybe two to three three pointers, maybe some rebounds, less, five a less rebounds. athletic marketing, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Like he also has, you know, sometimes he can get one steal for you, although it's obvious, of course, not consistent. But like a poor man's marketing, marketing is already a poor man's whatever, but the poor man's marketing. So yeah, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, those are our buy players. Feel good. Let's talk about so feel good. Kevin Love played well. I told you, without Kevin Martin, Love, Kevin Love is the guy that I'm banking um, on. Yeah, but actually, if you look at it, he didn't have any additional minutes. He only got twenty three, but he really played well today. He he shot the ball well, but uh, more than the minutes, I think with Markinen out, uh, they would need because Markinen is not just playing small forward. Markinen is playing power forward. 
Mm. Also, when off the bench, like the rotation happens, he replaces Mobley or whatever. So it becomes Kevin Love. So he becomes their top outside scorer right now. Kevin yeah. Love. Yeah, Kevin Love, solid, solid this year actually. Yeah, uh, yeah he's I think solid Kevin Love is having a great season this year. Um, Chris Paul quietly having a great season. We had a great game today. Um against the second unit of the Jazz. Um, right? They were against the Jazz, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were they against, against the Jazz. jazz. And uh, again, I, I don't know if I'll be happy or not. Another 40-minute game for him. Uh, and I know Cameron... 40, minute against, 40 minutes against the Jazz second unit. Well, it, the game was close. In fairness, the game was close. But, Which was worse. But still... <laughs> it was close. <laughs> but still... 40 minutes is that, 40 minutes and I mean I, I don't know they I don't know 40 I, minutes because Monty might be so mad that they couldn't uh they've been they've been you know uh bulldozing their way through different teams uh, healthy teams and now this Utah Jazz team without their whole starting five was able to keep it close the second straight game that happened, they were against Indiana without Indiana starting five. They had the last game, and that was close. And that was when Chris Paul had 42 minutes. So he has 82 or 83 minutes the past two games. I don't know. As I said, I don't know if I'm going to be happy or not. I'm a Chris Paul owner. I'm happy of whatever he's do- giving me right now, but I need him to six be weeks there down in the, the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need him six weeks down the line, not now. So Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> there's still some uh, something left in the tank for him when when the, that time comes. Yeah, Chris Paul and Vucevic played well after you know we called him out. Uh, he didn't hear yeah, us, but, but... the Rosen was out today, so yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, Levine came back, so you know. Yeah, I guess. So at least he shot the ball well and played well today. So I think that's uh, the silver lining there. Hopefully. Hopefully he does it a little more consistently than you know, just one game and then a string of bad games and then you know. Anyway, that's it for daily fantasy quickie. It's a short one, uh, just because we have less games today. Uh, yeah, it's week fifteen, guys, and good luck this week, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Bye.